Welcome to the E&S Wolves podcast with your host, Nathan Judah, and Wolves correspondent, Tim Spears. Well, hello everybody, welcome to episode 116, that is 116, it's the ENS Wolves podcast. I am your host Nathan Jude, I am flying solo today, it's a one man show, I'm going to be answering all your questions, we're going to have a live phone in. Um, in fact, oh, one second, one second. We've, we've got our first live call here. Um, coming, coming in. Hi, is that is that is that Tim from from Stafford? Tim, hello. Hello, hello, oh. hello, Nathan. Oh, oh, hi, hi, Tim, Tim. Um, great to have you on the show. What would you like to ask? Sorry, I was just playing pool on my phone, and I've, I've realised oh, the, the noise is on. Sorry, sorry, sorry if anyone heard that. Um, you, you say you're playing pool. I saw you playing pool on your phone. Is that the new thing? Because I used to get. Um, you know the little Scrabble one? This Scrabble you used to send a Scrabble thing and you used to go back and forth. Is that the new thing now? You got to take a shot and then send it to your friend? Or is yeah, it that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me, me and my mate Priesty, the, the Dirty Sanchez guy. Oh, right, okay. Um, I have, I've taken a few shots and sent it to friends before. <laughs> friends with benefits. <laughs> yeah, and me. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? Uh, from home today, um, d- day off for Timber, but 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 no day off for you in a, no. in a Wembley week. No day off this week. What Action a week! Action packed, isn't it? Lots going on. We've got sixteen pages of um, <laughs> Wembley build-up in Saturday's Express and Star. I bet you're uh, delighted about that. Sixteen pages. Come out the meeting home for eight. No, <laughs> double to sixteen. <laughs> I just I love serving the people. You know that, Nathan. Yeah, you do. You absolutely love it. You absolutely love it. You no, love it's, to it's, work. It's, it's been a, it's been a big week, uh, but that's the way we like it, baby. Do you, do you know what? Like, I was thinking. I was thinking about this. Like you know, I'm not saying the bubble's going to burst because it, it won't burst, and hopefully it's going to. This is going to be incredible for for many years to come. But what happens when they if they ever go back to normal wolves like in two or three years ago? Yeah, I couldn't do it. Well, you, Can you, you imagine? You, you won't be around for long, oh, I'll tell you no, that. Mate, I'll be long gone. <laughs> <laughs> back, to, back to Borough. <laughs> I'll start my own Channel 5 show. Hey. Five, five defeats in a row for Borough last night. What oh, was going mate, on it's, a, it's an absolute... They're, they're an absolute disgrace. I'm pathetic. And to be oh, honest... Dear. To be oh, honest, dear. I have said to people for about two or three months now that they won't get into the playoffs. I knew they won't get into the playoffs. They can't score goals. Now they can't keep clean sheets. They've got one of the worst managers in English football. Wow. He's an absolute disgrace. Wow. And, and, and to be honest, if he doesn't get sacked in the season, then, then, then that, that's me gone. I, I'm abs- I can't stand him. I couldn't stand him when he was at Albion. I couldn't stand him when he was at Albion. I couldn't stand him when he was at Borough. Get rid Get going. Get a young, enthusiastic mind who wants to play football. It's pathetic. And to be honest, I wouldn't want to go up, Tim, because we're not even not not one person in that squad is worth is worthy of Premier League football. They would be absolutely they'd be they'd be worse than Huddersfield. It's it's ridiculous. I would. I'd love to see that. Please. Oh yeah, yeah, but you would. <laughs> so anyway. it's either it's either you or Pulis at Borough next season, but not both. I'm, I, well, no, obviously, I obviously keep supporting Borough. However, well, wait, you I did will, just I say. Will, I will, I will, I will be, I will be on the Pulis out bandwagon as I have been since. I, I, I think you already are. You did, did, did you just call him a disgrace and one, a disgrace. one of the worst managers in football? 
Uh, <laughs> wolves get drawn against Borum. Can I have a press pass, please? Well, you, well, I mean, if 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 wolves, as you just mentioned, do uh, somehow fall from grace, then uh, yes. he'll he'll be roped in to try and keep them up in in eighteen months' time. <laughs> Can you, oh, Tony? Good to see you. Get on the podcast. TP. <laughs> Special guest. <laughs> Always rated you. Uh, big fan. Uh, can you imagine though? Can you imagine going back to Saturday, Tuesday nights away at Flipping Stoke? No, I can't. Well, there are far worse destinations than that as well. There are. Just for the first one that came, came came to mind, to be fair. But yeah, not great, are they? Uh, I mean, it's, that's that's what we're used to at Wolves. So it, it, I think we'd get back. I think it it'd feel quite normal quite quickly again. Um, I know, but with all these special nights and then the come down. Yes, I mean, it's, it's the, not going to happen, is it? But I'm just saying. No, well, I'm sure it happened one day, but hopefully not for decades to come. Not, not for de- not for decades, not for decades. No, it's um, that's some, that's certainly not something that anyone is kind of contemplating at the moment that. That the bubble is going to burst anytime soon. If there's been a constant upward trajectory for since Nuno arrived, so. And when you say bubble burst, bubble burst in the fact that of, of struggling in the Premier League or, or on the verge of Championship football, or bu- bubble bursting in the fact that they're not going to challenge for top six, top seven, top eight. Or do you think that that's hey. where that's where it's going to be going forward? I mean, it, it may be pricked slightly. Yeah. Next season, if you've called me that a few times as well. <laughs> If they don't can carry on up the league, mm. I mean, I think that would be natural. If they kind of if they slip down to like ninth, tenth, eleventh next season, then yeah. it, would, it would feel a bit underwhelming because you know this, this isn't, club, isn't club, the club's got used to very quick success. But, but that would, but I think that would be that would be almost kind of natural, really. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But you know, they may kind of consolidate and then this team will continue to evolve. However, the, the rate that Fosun have gone. And mm. the rate that Fosun want to go, you know, Jeff She says Premier League title in perhaps five years' time, then uh, I think we've got to anticipate that it will just carry on with, with an upward trajectory, which is extremely exciting. It is, but very difficult to break into. I mean, there's 13 points uh, separating yeah. Chelsea in well, sixth and Wolves in seventh, and probably about a billion pounds. I would say at the moment, given the way the Premier League is and, and the way the money's distributed and the way the top six are set in stone, Wolves are probably having a perfect season this yeah. year at the yeah. moment. An FA Cup semi-final and in seventh place, and, yeah. all the, and all the victories that we've seen against the big teams. I'd say it's it, it, in in rea- it, of course a perfect season is winning the league, but in reality, mm-hmm. this is a perfect season so far, finishing seventh. So, how do you improve on on perfection? Um, it won't be it won't be easy, but there are plans in place to to continue to evolve next season. You've got to think, though, that even on Foson's rapid rate of progress and what they want to achieve short term, that this kind of a season, a seventh and, 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 and a cup run, um, would be more what they were looking at for next season. So they're obviously a so. season, season the, the, ahead, wouldn't you say? They were already a season ahead because they said promotion in three seasons and did it, did it in two. Yeah. And the target for this season was top half. Mm-hmm. It certainly wasn't seventh. No. So yeah, so they are ahead, and you know we spoke about this in the live podcast. You know the, the top six, it's not impossible to break break into, but mm-hmm. it would be very you can you can see a couple, you can see weaknesses in the clubs that are in front of them, i.e. Chelsea. Chelsea I mean, would be we, the we, one we, with a transfer ban, aging squad, transfer ban, and mm-hmm. either a terrible manager or a new one or another terrible one, and. Spurs might be another one if if they don't get th- get things right with the new stadium and and the manager and or key players leave. But even still, it would be a huge huge task for Wolves to bridge that gap to the top six. But 
that that'll be the aim, whether it's next year, the year after, or the year after that. That's definitely what they're aiming for. I tell you what, there'll be a few few Wolves players that would walk into that Man United side that was put out last night, though, for as well. Oh yeah, baby. Ooh, oh, yeah. Uh, do you know what? Before we get onto how amazing Wolves were, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's wrong with Man United? Oh. Awful. That midfield duo. I mean, Tomlin had a decent game, but Fred. Yeah. Oh, he was absolute rot. Living up to his name. He, he, um, <laughs> and. Uh, they, they just their ill discipline was was startling mm. to me. The mm. bookings that they were racking up, you could see someone getting sent off, and that's yeah. what happened. And then the goal from their point of view, atrocious, alarming, really. But anyway, who cares? And and and, look, and they've got people like they're trying to offer new contracts, but looking looking like they're probably going to leave like Mata and Herrera. I mean, well, they're not people who are going to scare you to scare the no. living daylights out of you, are they? And the two they've just given new contracts to, Smallin and Jones, oh, bloody oh, Tweedledee and Tweedledum, oh, it's absolutely Laurel and Hardy, Jason Lee, Mark <laughs> Two, Spears and Judah, uh, absolute <laughs> douchebags. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's not it's not great, are they? They're not. I mean, it's not great, great for a while, yeah, to be cares? honest. Uh, the, the fact the fact Wolves' record against Man United this season is I don't think anyone could have predicted that. I mean, they could have won at Old Trafford as well. Um, Absolutely. And now they've beaten them twice in seventeen days. And and yet an incredibly strange feeling, as I think we said to you when we, when we were in the ground, is that I wasn't really super amped up for this game. You know, before obviously you played them seventeen days ago. You know all. Wembley on Sunday it's just like oh this is going to be a good game however we didn't we weren't weren't to know what team Nuno was going to put out how they were going to approach it you've already had all these big games and it wasn't like a it hadn't didn't have the same feeling as as the FA Cup quarter final no it no it didn't i mean it was never going to because that was the occasion of the season and and obviously wolves as a club ramped up that quarter final with their big build up you know sure Getting the ground 20 minutes before kickoff, the DJ, the light show, it was all massively hyped up, the souvenir programme. Yeah. So then when you play them again 17 days later for a, for a league game, which was sort of getting in the way for Sunday, but it's mm. turned out to be the perfect preparation, Absolutely. then it was never going to quite be the same. However, for the players, for all Man United's faults in the past few years, they are still English football's premier club mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. They are, you know, what in the top three teams in the world in terms of stature I would say yeah and absolutely. and fan base and history and everything that goes with it so so for a play for players there is no problem with motivation as we saw last night with playing and beating Man United they've clearly got the wood on to be honest because they changed formation changed tactics to try and counter Wolves and like I said that they, they were they were rattled they were rattled what once after that first 20 minute spell Wolves were the better team despite what ex-Albion player Darren Fletcher may Ooh. have you believe I mean, just explain to that. I mean, we're oh, bizarre it comments. Yeah, I think he was on Sky Sports. Yeah, he was on Sky Sports. I've read yeah. it, but I haven't seen it. But he, he was basically, Sky, yeah. basically saying that um, the only thing Wolves did was score a couple of goals and managed to get the red card. And he said United were the better team. Ashley Young probably shouldn't have been sent off, he said. and uh, Which, by the way, is, is he should have been sent off for the second one alone. I don't know if yeah. you've seen, seen a Terrible slow-mo tackle, of it. But, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, I have, yeah. Um, so, bizarre comments from... Like I said, uh, a man who used to apply his trade at the Hawthorns. Mm. But um, from thirty, from 25 minutes onwards, and Wolves are the better team. They've hit the bar. Dendonka's missed from six yards. I mean, how, how we can just say they've, they've just scored a couple of goals and done nothing else? It's that's biased. Do you know, he's a, really good, he's a really good pundit. I've heard him on Radio 5 a lot, and he talks very sensibly. But I think he's just got a bit biased last night. Sorry, I lost you there. What did you say? He talks... He talks a really good game as a pundit at home on Radio 5 a lot, but he, obviously I think he was just biased last night. Which well, um, embarrassing, though. I mean, that is absolutely embarrassing. If anyone's watching that and saying, what are you talking about, Darren Fletcher? Well, ima- imagine, imagine, like- imagine, imagine two journalists being, being really biased towards one team. I mean, I think oh, it's just... 
Well, you're amateur. Matt Wilson at Albion, I know it's an absolute <laughs> disgrace. Um, but, you know, is it because, like you say, is it because it's too close to home? I mean, you look at Sari and his comments, is it just the go-to now from, from certain managers? Because Pep's not the same. Like, Pep will give credit, or, or there's other managers that will give credit for when credit's due. But is it almost like, OK, well, we should beat these teams. OK, therefore, it's, it's, it's you know, they got lucky, basically. I don't know. I mean, it's just Pep, the nature even, of some people. Even Pep's come up with his excuses. Remember the stuff with the ball last year, mm. Klopp and the wind. Yeah, and they all they all kind of, there are more which which don't spring to mind at the moment, but they've all kind of been up to it. I think mm. I think it's just a game, isn't it? And I think I can't can't speak on my Fletcher, but but as far as managers go, they just try to deflect attention from their team's failings. Is we it because it, we, saw, we saw it with Sarri saying Wolves Wolves yeah. weren't organised? It was an absolutely pathetic comment. Um, I, th- I think I think that's all it is. You see, it with Warnock week after week, they, Mourinho was a master at it because yeah. he, he got everybody talking about what he said, yeah. be it referees or whatever. Um, so it, it's all a game. It's all, you know, we all do it on Football Manager. It's um, you don't tell the truth with your post-match no. answers. It's um, yeah. it's about protecting your players first and foremost. So so I think that's what they that's what they're doing. It's about protecting your job as well because yeah, the last yeah, thing a fan wants yeah, to yeah, hear from his manager is Wolves were better than us today. Well, Little what, Wolves better than us. What are you joking? What I'd want to hear is is a manager admitting his faults, I, I mm. guess, and his mistakes. But then again, if they do that week after week, then they appear weak, don't they? So yeah. again, it's all about stature and persona. Um, uh, yeah, it's like I say, it's, it's it's all again. They're all about protecting themselves and their jobs and, the, and their players. So just ignore it. Wolves 2, Manchester United 1, hot or not? Oh yeah, oh yeah, we are going for someone who was sizzling last night, oh my goodness, someone who put him between the sticks and he is a meaty, juicy, gorgeous piece of T-bone prime steak! Bloody hell! Mr. Rui Patricio, Um, absolutely... Superb shot stopping that kept Wolves in the game, and I would say on a different night if they didn't have Rui in goal, Wolves would have lost that game. Tim, do you know he hasn't appeared in the hot section of our podcast no, for a no. long time? For a good-looking guy, I mean that is that's a drought. <laughs> and I, I, you know, I was really pleased for him because I, I, I genuinely think his confidence has probably taken a hit with mm-hmm. all this, with the ruddy stuff and being dropped for Cardiff and not being the main man for Wolves's for yeah. what's turning out to yeah. be the biggest thing in Wolves's season, the FA Cup run. And he's made a few mistakes. I thought you could look at him for both Burnley goals. Um, a, lot, a lot of the time he hasn't been making mistakes. He just hasn't been saving shots that he probably would have saved earlier in the season. Shots that sort of almost go in the corner. Mm-hmm, Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And you can't yeah, really say, bloody hell, that was a terrible mistake. But however, for a keeper of his um, stature, you're thinking he probably should have done. However, yeah. last night he, he, he had that back in his game. And I think it was probably up there with the Man City home game for his best performance in a, in a Wolves jersey. A couple of really important saves, the one from Lingard's header, the one from McTominay where he's um, had to put his hand down and it's sort of unnatural angle because he's going the other way. Brilliant save, kicking's better, better command of, in, of his area as well. Um, mm-hmm. Which is, yeah, it's just so, so important because it's been an iffy few weeks and then, you know, we had a couple of mistakes from Ruddy, didn't we, in the cup? And it's, yeah. So, really, um, really pleased for him individually because, yeah, it, it can't be easy to, to have, see Ruddy take the limelight for the cup and for Ruddy to be playing at Wembley on Sunday. So, yeah, he did. He did really well. Yeah, it's ironic that he has his one of his best games in, in a few months, and then he's not even going to be in the squad on Sunday. Well, that's the weird thing for me is that he hasn't even been on the bench in the cups. And if John Ruddy is that a strange one? Would you is, do you think he might sneak onto the bench on Sunday? You know, Will Norris is a fine 
burgeoning developing keeper and did really well last season five clean sheets and everything however if John Ruddy pulls his hamstring in the first minute at Wembley and you've got a guy who's won Euro 2016 and has um, an unbelievable number of caps for Portugal Mm. and you don't put him on the bench that would be bizarre and really strange in my mind yeah but he's put Norris on the bench for every game so far so what do you think? What do you think? What's your hunch, Josh? We'll, 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 dis- we'll discuss it later on. We, we're going to move on to okay. obviously with a big, a big chunk of this uh, this podcast. By the way, I would like to say, we, and there's, there's, we do really appreciate, and there's a few people who came up to us the other night, uh, yesterday as well, um, just saying thank you very much and really enjoy the live podcast and the podcast. So we, we, we love that. We love the peeps. We love the peeps coming up to us. And um, thankfully, they're enjoying this show, or the majority of them are. So, so thank you very much for that. Um, Leander Dendonka, Donkey Kong, is, is hot again, Tim. He is. Um, he tried to claim the winning goal, but he definitely didn't, didn't touch it with like a Shearer style one arm in the air. <laughs> Good bravado. He yeah. was, um, no, he was, well, he just had Pogba in his pocket again, didn't he? Yep. Which is, which is unbelievable because Pogba's been in some of the best form of his career, I think, since Solskjaer's took over. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. in two games now, he and, he and Latino Neves, yeah, completely, completely um, snuffed off his threat. So, just, just uh, he plays well, but he makes others around him play better as well. He's um, he's been a revelation. Yeah, and we'll we'll kind of bookend his season hopefully with with a with a trip another trip to Wembley in May because it was it was Wembley where it all started for him. You know, Spurs away, twenty mm. ninth of December, unbelievably, it was his first start, which which wow, is crazy it? really considering how well he's done. But um, he obviously you know needed to bide his time and get fitter and. Um, he should be fine for the next few weeks, which is good because he hasn't had a full season. Twelve million squid, absolute bargain. Bargain. Yes. Um, and, and, and to round off the hot, um, and he was hot. Diogo hotter. I can't believe you haven't picked Martinez. I can't uh, believe it. Uh, He's Martinez, my man of the match. Was he? Yeah, exceptional. Oh. Did you give him a ten? No, got a nine. Oh really? Okay. Okay. Well, well, well the host, the host has spoken. Jota yeah no well uh, yeah unbelievable again Jota obviously the goal which he which everyone expected him to score you know which you wouldn't you wouldn't have said in November when he hadn't scored for 13 games or no assists either Mm -hmm. completely transformed his form on on its head a remarkable turnaround a remarkable contrast between the first half of the season and the second and he scored six in his last six at Molyneux him and him and Jimenez have scored Wolves his last seven between them yeah, he is in a he's in the most purpley patch. Purpley patch. Even more pur- purple than Jimmy ha- Jimmy Hendrix being painted in purple and singing purple haze. I was I was I was I, was, I didn't know where you were going with that purple, so but it's fine. It's a, it's a PG show. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and um, also drew drew three bookings I think from Man United players. Obviously, one from Luke Shaw. Who learned his lesson from the quarterfinal and just decided to just foul Jota this time oh, mate, rather than goodness. rather than let him run in through on goal and then young two... young sure these are internationals <coughs> and 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 making mm. look silly absolutely Daft. silly they all they yeah absolutely sure Pogba as we said young um, Smalling Jones you know all, all internationals and yeah, yeah giving them the run giving them the runaround and you know young should have been sent off for that second foul alone but it was Jota's. Perseverance and pace and strength, which has drawn these fouls and and helped win the game that way as well. 
Absolutely right. Knots, and then difficult to find a few knots. So it this, is. This, this, what this you is, can do here? This is um, this is clutching at straws. Um, even Cavallero came on. Um, you know, I think Wolves is Wolves' best finisher. <laughs> he played at Burnley. Didn't really do too much for me. Obviously withdrawn. Had a great chance to make it three-one. Got a score really. The, the ball the ball did take a little bit of a bobble, but he's got to hit the target. Open goal there. Um, you know, not quite happening for him, and he just looks like he's going to be perennial role on, on the bench between now and the end of the season. Your thoughts, Tim? I, th- I think so. Yeah, two two big chances in two games. You know, he fluffed his lines at Burnley, and then could have um, could have sealed it last night. Not that it mattered in the end anyway. But he was a bit un- he was a bit unlucky last night. I mean, he's hit it. If if that's six inches lower, we're thinking what a hit in the roof yeah. of the net. So uh, I'm not I'm not massively concerned about him, but I, yeah, equally I don't see him finding his way into the team anytime soon. And also, if we're talking hot or not from the past few days, I mean, Adama Traore was man of the match on Saturday. What, are you, what best... are you doing to my knots? What are you doing to my knots? Oh, sorry. I'll just Good. talk about. I'll just talk no. about Wolves' best player on Saturday. Definitely mm. had the constant beating of Charlie Taylor, and then. He doesn't even get a minute last night, which no. just shows you the strength of this squad. It's unbelievable. Well, not. Uh, Adama Traore, let's go on to him then. Um, <laughs> like you say, yeah. <laughs> cheers, cheers for that. Um, you know, like you say, you know, probably the best performer against Burnley, um, although it didn't take a lot, to be honest, because they were poor, uh, I thought, anyway. Although some people thought they had, they had the better of the game and deserved to win it. I, I disagree with that statement entirely. Um, where, 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 where does it stand with, with, with Traore? I mean, does it... It's almost like he doesn't know whether he's coming or going. Is he right wing back? Is he right wing? Where's he going to be playing up front? Is he going to play once? Is he going to play three times? Is he not going to? Is he going to be back on the bench for two or yeah, three games? I think that's, I think that's okay because they've they've um, they've got such a versatile sorry got such a small squad that they need mm. these versatile players who can mm-hmm. play in a few positions and it hasn't worked out for him as as um, someone up front. However, you know Nuno said quite pointedly in his pre-match presser before Man United that. Traore may help solve the problem at wing back. He said, um, "He said, you know, we need to find solutions at wing back, and this this yeah. may be this may be it. So that's a bit that's a potentially a massive thing for their summer recruitment. If they think that Traore and Doc, and Doc can be the two wing backs, then that saved them a few quid there, isn't it? And can Traore be a wing back? Well, judging on two games, yes. Um, you know, we need to see Burnley him. and Cardiff. Though. No, no, we need to see him against better opposition. However, um, exceptional in both really has, hasn't been beaten." Mm-hmm. Defended well, worked hard. You wouldn't say he's massively caught out of position at all, despite mm-hmm. the fact that he's such an attack-minded player. And then the, you know the runs from deep are just out of this world, and and get Wolves up the pitch so quickly. Yeah. You know he's, the, the the traditional way for a team to get upfield is to hit it fifty yards. He just runs fifty yards, and uh, everyone tries to chase him, including the Wolves players. So it's he's, he's special a special talent as we all know, but there's more substance to him in in, in this wing back position. It's uh, very good to see. Do you think he could have an important role to play between now and the end of the season? Maybe score a couple of important goals. Of course, his finishing well, is what they, he has to work on. But is that the type of impact player who you know, no one knows what he's going to do. Probably Trio doesn't know what he's going to do. Probably half the time, but he's the kind of spark that can really, you know, do something special. Whether it's in a in a final or, or a really yeah. important league no, game, def- definitely. And I, th- I think Doc Doc has gone off the boil slightly in the past kind of two months or so. I think mm-hmm. you know he from like September to February he was for me pretty much the best best player consistently yeah. and everyone 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 everyone, so wrong, everyone. <laughs> it's so um everyone kind of saying it's between him and him him and Jimenez wow I know sorry <laughs> but, <laughs> but Bailey's in the coffee this morning 
between him and Jimenez for player of the season. Yeah. I think I don't think you'd say that now. I think it's uh, I personally would say Jimenez and Matinho because Doherty is just he's just steady now, but not providing as many goals or assists. Sure. Whether that's fatigue or not, I don't know. Can, can you imagine someone missing out on that between Jimenez and Matinho? Yeah. Goodness me. Um, so, but Traore will, will massively help with that because if if Doc is a little bit tired or a bit jaded, then mm. then you've got this you've got this other option now. You, you've got to look at games against well, definitely Fulham at home, yeah, and also maybe Southampton and Brighton as yeah, as, yeah. Uh, as as ones for to pinpoint for Traore. Mm. But also you've got him off off the bench now as well in that position. So I don't think it's worked out for him um, up front in a two. His best position is wide right in a three, but like Helder Costa, um, that's just not going to happen for him. So, because Wolves' new formation is working so well. So, yeah, wing back, happy days. Uh, and, and, I mean, like I said, harsh again because he, he came back into the side last night, Ryan Bennett. Um, I thought he did absolutely fine. There, there was an iffy moment when he was all over Lukaku, which I've seen those penalties given. Again, that was at a crucial stage. Saiz w- was rested. Do you feel like he's done enough now to try and to try and push and 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 get his get his you know his starting spot back, or do you think that very much he might have to still wait on the sidelines a little bit? I think the fact that Saiz played against United in the FA Cup um, for the biggest game of the season, and he was exceptional against Chelsea as well, and an off day against Burnley as as pretty much they all had, or he wasn't at his best anyway. So. I think Ben. I think Ben. It was was brought in last night with one eye on Sunday, and it'll be Saez who plays. Wolves seventh, thirty-two played, thirty-two, forty-seven points. Watford, who who um, relegated Fulham last night, four-one uh, winners. Um, we'll see them very very soon. Uh, Forty-six, uh, same amount of games. Less. They're all the same amount of games now. Actually, all played thirty-two. So so Wolves on forty-seven, uh, Watford on forty-six, Leicester on forty-four. Everton on 43 and West Ham on 42. That those those are the five that you think is are in this race for seventh and such a massive win when you think about that and you think about the, the disappointment after Burnley to go in and, and and kind of keep that little gap now. There's still three points and a couple of goals goal difference between between seventh Wolves and ninth Leicester City. I mean that's that's that nice cushion to have if they, if they do lose a game, Tim. Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of the running to be honest. Um, Southampton and Brighton. Um, yeah. Although um, car, you know, with that Cardiff result, that they can breathe a little easier when they those kind of clubs. Hopefully, the results go, yeah, in that direction even more this weekend, mm-hmm. and Southampton and Brighton can take their foot off the gas a little bit. Yeah. Because yeah, otherwise I'm not a great, I'm not a massive fan of those fixtures. Although no Wolves, they'll, they'll lose to Southampton and Brighton, and then beat Arsenal and, and then Liverpool on the last day. Because <laughs> well, that's very true. Do. It is looking like that Watford game away could be crucial though potentially. I think I think it will, and um, the fact they've got Fulham at home, relegated Fulham at home for the final exactly. home game is is massive. Mm-hmm. And we'll see where they are after the semi final because if they're in the final, then that's that's obviously the main focus for the for the rest of the season. One game from Europe as well, and we'll 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 see how they're bearing up. I think we'll have a clear picture of how it's going to pan out next week. Good stuff. Should we take uh, some questions? Yeah, we shall. Do you know, I, lo- I love the fact that Hot or Not has become a, a segment, hopefully, which people enjoy. Mm. Uh, disappointing that, that Find James Field and a Wife has not become a regular segment. Um, and in fact, we, we're, we're, the postbag hasn't exactly been bulging. Right. Um, that's not a euphemism. Oh, I'm going to say. Going back uh, to purple. purple. With right. offers to find James Field and a Wife. I mean, are we going to. Are we going to try again? Or well, yeah. Well, when you say it hasn't been bulging, do you, do you mean do you mean it's very very much empty? It's been drained of, of, of any of any kind of um, source. No offers. No offers whatsoever. No. I think you need to maybe put um, another picture of him and say, "Well, we'll try and find him a wife." Maybe. Or is that, or is that the problem? 
Is, oh, yeah, maybe. Well, you know, you've, got, you've got Photoshop, haven't you? <laughs> no, come on. Maybe we can, uh, you know, maybe we can register him. What, what he's people an, do all these what filters and stuff? Filter him. Filter him. He's an eligible bachelor, if ever there was one. He's He loves football. He's very knowledgeable. He's He travels. He does. He travel. He travel for dates. I think he's put um, between between naught and two hundred miles traveling. I think he said, and he in the filters. <laughs> two thousand. You get to Eastern Kazakhstan for a day. Just click on that now. Let's click on what the thing is. Um, um, he's cultured. Eighteen to fifty-five. I mean, he's, he's... <laughs> okay. Send send in your pics, girls. Send in your pics. Yeah. Excellent news. Right. Questions ready? Yeah. Talking about your love of, of, of Mr. Moutinho. Okay, right. Please tell me that Moutinho isn't isn't actually human and can keep playing forever. So you can here you go. Here's your chance to wax lyrical about Jean Moutinho last well, night. Well, just to talk about the fact that he isn't human. I mean, the, the worst corner I think I've ever seen at well, Molineux last night. Well, I was about to say night. that. Yeah, was uh, I just everything was going wrong at that point. They're one nil down, playing poorly. United should have been three nil up, and then Moutinho passes a corner out for a goal kick. I mean, it's like. It's, honestly, it's just it's not Wolves' night, is it? That's all no. I was thinking. And then no. where that comeback came from, I just don't know. And that's literally but, you could play circus music across the. <coughs> I've never seen that before. What, by two professional well, footballers. I, I'm sorry, but the the, the Matinho experiment, Matinho's corners are great. I don't know why he's trying to change it, but he, yeah, he did that in the first half when he was trying to pass to Jota. He did it again in the second half. This time he, he managed to pass it ten yards to Jota, who then <laughs> promptly gave the ball away. Um, so yeah, can we not try that one again, please? Mm. But. Um, yeah, the delivery's definitely improved since he started, hasn't he? Oh, his corners have come on uh, mm. leaps and bounds. So, they were yeah. terrible at the start of the season. Yeah, so we don't want to change it to this, this short corner nonsense. Just, just no. whip it in there. But um, overall, yeah, he was exceptional again last night. Just he's just the man that brings it all brings it all together. I, can't, I still can't believe he's a Wolves player, to be honest. And he'll be the he'll be the key man on on uh, Sunday for me. Plenty of questions are East Sunday, so we will answer them. Um, Julian Castle, Ruben V or Johnny on Sunday. Yeah, Ruben V. He did play well, play pretty well. I thought if, if he if he if he continues to develop, he'll come. He'll become first choice left back next season. I think. I um, agree. I agree. I think he's, I think he's that good, yeah. and I think he adds so much in an attacking sense. I think Johnny is an exceptional defender. He's a defender first and foremost. Rarely gets beat, and he really adds to this defensive solidity that Wolves have got. However, as they continue to develop, they, they need someone on that left flank who can get to the byline. I think. Mm-hmm. He's got to be left-footed, and Vinagre's got everything. However, for for, for Sunday, you, you've got you've got to exercise a bit of caution. And I think Johnny, Spanish international, big game player, yeah. won't let you down, won't make mistakes. Yeah, touch wood. So he he'll he'll have to play for me. But Vinagre's time will will come. I'm sure of that. I'm so excited about his progress. And a fabulous option to have off the bench now to, to have on that left hand side. If yeah, they are chasing no, it really gives the, you an attacking outlet. The bench is great at the moment. You've 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 got Cavan Costa, who've been yeah a bit hit and miss, but you <laughs> don't. You've got um, you've got Traore, as we've said. You know Gibbs White can change a game as well. Yeah. Um, a solid option in defence in either Cecil Bennett, and then you've got Vinagra. So yeah, really strong bench. Wolves DXB. So many so many fans wrote off yesterday as more of a distraction to the FA Cup, and we expected players to be rested and Nuno to play for a draw at best. This is a new kind of Wolves under Nuno. Do you still suffer from the old Wolves way of thinking? How long until it goes away? Maybe. Yeah, I think it's everyone's kind of natural instinct. It is. Yeah, to be cautious. Yeah. Here we here we all like. There's a lot of here we go agains after a defeat. And I think a lot of people, myself included, thought Wolves would struggle last night. I mean, especially after 20 minutes. I just couldn't see that comeback coming. 
But this is, as I said in the video last night, this is this is the ultimate testament to Nuno's game by game approach. You know, he picked a strong eleven, wasn't thinking about Sunday, and they and they beat Man United deservedly. You know, they um, from twenty five minutes onwards that they they were the better team. So it's it, it still does take some getting used to because after for me um, twenty five years of underachievement and often despair mm-hmm. and apathy. Eight, 18 months doesn't um, doesn't eradicate all that out of your mindset. And we'll, many Wolves fans listening to this would have been to Molyneux for a lot longer than I have. But it's um, they're special times. And I think the hurt and the pain of the last few decades just makes this so much more sweeter. Takes us nice on, nice on to Bob Dunn's question. Can we all just take a few seconds to reflect on what has happened in the last two years? Now try and stop smiling. Well, that's, that's yeah. the two seconds. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Move on. <laughs> yeah, Bob's, Bob's, Bob's <laughs> spot on as usual. Uh, Jambo at James Henry 8. How much is Jota worth in today's markets? Although we must keep him at all costs. Well, that that uh, that, that contract will obviously be very very nice. Um, but he is. I mean, what would you say price wise? You, if you look at Richarlison costing fifty million, mm-hmm. and you look at Jota's form since December, if if this is to be the Jota that that we know and love mm-hmm. from now on, and he kind of produces this consistently for for the months to come in next season, he's better player than Richarlison for me. And if he's worth fifty million, sixty. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Well. Yeah. He's, he's worth at least that, isn't he? If, if that's the market, which, uh, which, by the way, Richarlison's fee was ridiculous. But again, that's that's the market, isn't it? Definitely. And I think he's he's been on the bench for a few games recently as well. Can't even get the Everton side, and they've improved. Uh, Jackie kind of asked about uh, Premier League managers and, and ex-players turned pundits about the Fletcher and about the top six teams. We kind of answered that, Jackie, so hopefully that got answered earlier on. Joe Bromley, Brummers. Hey. Which will be higher, Tim? The amount Judah spends on speeding fines in China high. or the amount Wolves will spend in the summer? Whoa, also oh. high. Oh, have you seen me on a tuk-tuk? Uh, I'm, I'm very worried about what happens to us in China. I mean, I mean... What day are we supposed to get back? Because I would give or take two or three days, to be honest. I mean, it could be some sort of hangover, hangover three or two lost in Thailand. Could be in China. I'm I mean, a little bit worried. I'm worried about either of us driving on, yeah. on those roads because apparently they're lawless, and <laughs> the public transport system I'm sure is efficient. But my Mandarin is not what it used to be. Oh, mine's top draw. Is it? Well, I can't say it now because I'll be done for it. But it's, it's <laughs> no, superb. Don't. No, it's superb. It's superb. Um, it's really good. I am. I'm, I'm, I can I'm play concerned. mahjong. I can play mahjong. Can you play mahjong? I, 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 I'm just, I'm just really, I'm really concerned. I'm really concerned. I, I feel like I, it's got the makings of a film already. Maybe I should take a GoPro with us and just just kind of like um, then video a whole yeah. a whole nine days. Yeah, if if maybe we'll put maybe we'll have like GPS trackers on us, so then it's people probably can, best actually. Yeah, maybe we so can then, borrow a couple from um, from the from the fitness guys just to see where we are. I'm genuinely genuinely concerned about what, what's going to happen to us. What what our fate is. Spears is in Bangladesh. <laughs> and he, and he went out for a couple of beers. No, because we we struggled. Judas in, in a river. We struggled in Austria and Switzerland, and that, that shouldn't have happened. Um, <laughs> China, literally a different world. Oh God. Uh, yes, it is. Have you ever been there, China? No. You? No, never been. Never been. Oh Could God. Be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Steve um, says Stephen 
Wells 85 being linked with Otamendi. Do you think we can pull it off? Oh. They're going to be with a lot of players, aren't they? Oh, a lot of players. Yeah. Um, I, that, that, that's the kind, I think that's the kind of defender, though, that they'll be looking at. Uh, that kind of calibre of, of defender. Is, is it, though? Is Why it, not? Do, do, yeah. they, do, they, do they tend to go for very well-known, tried and tested players mm. on huge wages who would cost quite a bit of money? Do you not think they it's time don't. now that they evolve and, and this could be the summer where they well, do sign no, a couple of established what, players? What's wrong with the way that they've been going? And the players well, they need another centre-back, Tim. The players that they've got are going to are going to get better. Neves, Jota, that Cody, they're getting better for me. Vinagru we spoke about, Gibbs-White. I'm not sure that's the route that they'll go down, especially since they've already committed £45 million to spend this summer on Jimenez and Dendonka. Mm-hmm. They've, um, they've got to be a little bit careful. They can't, they can't just... We saw we all we all saw the accounts. You know they can't um, they can't just spend freely. I, I I think they'll be looking for better value than what Otamendi's transfer would provide. Are they earning decent? Him as a player, are, brilliant. But are they, are they earning decent coin for this FA Cup run? By the way, no, no, no. They get if they win the semi. I, I think they've earned one point three million so far. How much? Uh, which which will cover Matinho's and Patricio's wages for a couple of weeks, right. and um, they get one point eight million if they win the semi. Right, and then they get three point six million, I think, for if they win the final. Right. So you're looking at about six, seven million all uh, in. Drop in the ocean. Yeah. Dan Mason, do you think it's reasonable to cut short an anniversary holiday to Tenerife to be back for the semi-final, asking for a friend? There are a few. There are a few really good stories like this. We've had a couple on the on the website as well this week, and a good friend of mine is going to Barcelona this weekend. Wow, bad planning that. I know. Well, well, that's the thing. But when you see the fixture list. Yeah, you, you you go on the international. That's what the international breaks are there for, Tim. That's why we go away in international breaks. Mind you, it was supposed to be it was supposed to be Man United at home this weekend, wasn't it? Exactly. So he's got that no was excuses. The one. Yeah. So yeah, who'd want to who'd want to miss that? Crazy. And I yeah, mean, there is anniversary. Uh, uh, I guess anniversary. Well, you know, it's it's a few years back, but I mean, still, you should have looked ahead and seen what was to come and and, and foreseen this five or six or seven years ago and changed to a to a different date. I've Go already, in the middle of June, son. I've Get already heard then. of um, of a few for the final as well. By the way, because oh, wow. I, I know of quite a few people that have planned to go away because it's, including you, it's the week after the um, end of the season, and you look at the fixtures to start the season. Mm. Season finishes May the twelfth. Yeah, no, away May the thirteenth. Gone. Yep. Awkward. Mm. Awkward. You've got to drop everything. You have to. You've got to. If it costs you hundreds of pounds, you, 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 if you've got an option to be at Wembley and, and they're in the Africa final, you, you just have to be there. I'm pleased you said about Wembley there. You have to drop everything. It's going to cost you hundreds of pounds. <laughs> <laughs> well, where are we going with this again? Uh, Only you can Ma- think of that. Wow. Matt Davis, do you think Elder Costa will ever get back to the form we know he's capable of, or do you think he will be gone in the summer? Oh, I'd, oh this Costa chat, it just. Oh. Oh, I mean, he, he had what eighteen minutes to impress on Saturday. Mm. You just didn't expect him to do anything. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say, and, and he didn't. And I don't know what's wrong with him. I think the fact that Wolves have changed formation has sort of killed him a bit, really. Mm. As with Traore, his best position is on the is on the right of a three. As with Cavalero as well, really. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how he. I don't know how he finds himself again. We've seen it with Jota. Jota's turnaround was, was was unbelievable, but that was boosted by formation change. And like I said, I don't see where Costa fits in in this system. And I mm. think his time is running out. 
Dawn Rose Kelly, I enjoyed the talk about you better hey, in the previous Dawn, episode. Hey. Uh, scrap the football chat and rank 80s, 90s TV game shows. Yeah, I think uh, that's, that's my, uh, one of my best mates, Mrs. Is. is it? She's got the blue tick, that means she's important. She's in the media. Oh, is she? And she... I was only listened to one episode, I think, and we talked mm. about You Bet. I don't oh, remember. Yeah. You don't remember You Bet? No. Yes, no, I don't do. remember us talking about it. Oh, really? Oh, must have been a classic podcast there. Um, <laughs> what, 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 other, what other ones would you say? I've got, I've got a couple. Well, as soon as, as, soon as you're talking about snooker and, and playing this game, do you remember Big Break? It's only a game, game show. Put up a real good fight. I'm going to be snookering you tonight. Snookering you, snookering you tonight. Big Break! Virgo, Davidson, Saturday night, happy days. No, don't remember it at all. I really want to go on that show, actually. You'd have been terrible. Can you are play you snooker? joking? You yes, play? I play snooker. Do you play snooker? I'm off to play this afternoon. Wow, are you? Yeah, I'm I'll play you at Riley's. The, the, I will, the, I'll give you a 20 point head start. The aforementioned Dirty Sanchez, Mr. Priest. I'm off to, oh, off to really? Play. I'll play uh, you. Yeah, definitely. Oh, 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 oh mate, well, well, you, you know you know which country loves snooker? Yes! Yes, surely. <laughs> I think I think they've got they've got more snooker tables per, per, per head than anywhere yeah. in, in the world, haven't they? Oh, well, thousand percent spending our downtime there then. Well, it's not, it's not what you were telling me an hour ago, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's um, let's do that. Absolutely astonishing six. That's the only game show you're getting. I, I had three, two, one, a bit of dusty bin. Three, two, uh, one. Yeah, how old are you? <laughs> Bull, bullseye? <laughs> you wanted a bu- you wanted a bully, didn't you? Mm. Oh, do you? Three, two, huh? one. Three, two, one. You remember three, two, two, one. one? What? When Ch- was Charlie Chaplin a guest on that one? Was he? Wow! Was he how, how far wow! Back wow! <laughs> <laughs> Lee Hasdell, who do you think has more potential, Morgan Gibbs White or Ruben Vinagre? Wow! Good question. Mm. Great question. <sighs> mm. Unpopular oh. opinion, Vinagre. I, do you know? I'm going. I'm going to say Gibbs White. Okay. I, I think. I think most people would say Vinagre at the moment. I think Gibbs White's got to do. Got, got to start doing a little bit more if he's going to play for Wolves um, consistently yeah. over the next. No, totally. Year. But he's he's in a he's in a difficult position, isn't he? But he's as got in, to go on loan. In, on, he's got the, to go on loan on the pitch. He's got to go on loan. I'm not sure he will go on loan though. I know, I but he's got to go on loan. There's nothing wrong with 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 a with a young, exciting, potential, huge superstar of the future going on loan for six months of the season to a contending championship club. He's I I'd be stunned, stunned next season, at start next season, if Morgan White is a regular starter to start the season. Oh, now, no. I'm, I wouldn't say that about the back end of the season. So what makes it? Why why should he not go on loan? Surely that's going to help him. It's not going to be. It's not going to be as a backward step. It's what a lot of people do. It's what Manchester United have done. Chelsea's have done. It's the way that they've got to play it. I'm not. I'm not sure. It definitely has to be the case. I mean, you wouldn't say Vanagrin as as needed to go out on loan when he's been on loan at Wolves, and and he's developing just fine, isn't he? Even though he hasn't been playing. In fact, Gibbs White's probably been playing a little bit more. So there's there's an argument for it, but yeah, as. I don't think they will send him out on loan, and I think he's got more potential than Vinagra, as in term, as in in terms of improvement, the level he's at at the moment. I think he can he can go a lot higher. Gibbs White, I think he's got the ability, but he needs to be playing regularly. Mm, mm. Um, Duffmeister kind of asking about Duff how good Man. is Jean Martinio. 
um, which is kind of answered, but, but love you, Duffman. Um, we, we're running out of time, so I'm, I'm going to just scan through some of these. Julian Castle, uh, have you stopped smiling yet after last night? How many tears will be shed at Wembley on Sunday when we win? I don't think there'll be too many tears on Sunday. I, expect, I mean, there might be in the bar afterwards. We're going to have it. You're staying over. I'm staying over. Could be Messi, Lionel. I, mean, I, I cried after the quarters. I don't so. think you're crying. I don't think you're crying. I can't see you crying on Sunday. I'm not in front of you because you'll just start filming it. You're um, damn right, I will. <laughs> Anything for a like. I um, <laughs> I can't. I can't wait for. I can't wait for the weekend. Yeah, out on Saturday, out on Sunday. There's a match in the middle somewhere, yeah. and uh, yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be emotional. Do you think it'd be emotional? Do you think it'd be emotional? Or does it depend? It depends. I think it depends on the nature of the game. If Wolves were to win a scrappy one 0 yes. I don't think yes. you're gonna be absolutely taking it all in, are you? No, or if they if they a la Cardiff two thousand three, if they're three 0 mm. up at half time, then it it won't be as sort of emotionally gripping. However, yeah. I can't see that happening. We'll talk about it in a bit, but I think it's going to penalties. Uh, Scrivo, in which Matthew case I'll Scrivens. be blubbing when 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 uh, when uh, Matinho sticks the winning peno in. Oh my god, I, I, I'll be gone as well. I'll be gone. <laughs> Um, Scrivo, um, now the old gold club have decided to piggyback off your live poddy success. Oof, controversial. When, when can we expect the live pod turf war to be set in motion? Oof, controversial. I mean, I mean, <gasps> Scrivo, I mean, you probably explained this. The old gold club and, and ours, both both very good friends, and also um, very different in, in podcasts as well. Yes, very. Uh, yeah, well, well, by the very nature, it's, it's old gold club, isn't it? It's um, mm. They don't really talk about the current team. No. Um, and yeah, they're very different for different audiences, I suppose. But equally, all for Wolves fans, let's all just get along. It's all, let's all, it's all, we're all a part of a family. We get along with everyone. The Fancast boys, legendary. Saw saw Pricey the other week. Top lads, Dave mm. Evans. Uh, well, we're going to watch WrestleMania together on Sunday, aren't we? <laughs> no. um, yeah, no, Mikey Burrows, Wolves legend, does the old gold club exceptionally well, mm-hmm. and all the other podcasts which don't spring to mind at the moment. But I'm sure <laughs> wow! Well. Okay, moving on, moving on, moving on. Um, uh, John Hall, uh, what do you look at the qualification? Seventy-seven club. Sorry, seventy-seven. Yeah, well googled, well googled. What do you open league qualification to be a, be a poison chalice? Killing off Saturday's kickoff, stretching the squad too far, shortening the pre-season, not affording some very overused international players a proper break, etc. No, we want to be in Europe. We do, don't we? We want to oh, be we, in Europe. We do anyway. Yeah. Uh, well, if if they win the FA Cup, then they're straight into the group stages in September. So that's that's definitely the ideal way to do it. Uh, Links Wolf, what's your favourite chant you've heard this season? Uh, I, I I like that Matinho one. That's that's good. The the Jimenez one oh, that's been in my head for about three weeks now. Oh, you can't yeah. beat one two three four. Whoa, Cavallero. Yeah. Whoa, mm-hmm. and what else? Oh, just on our way back. I still love singing that as well. And we, you know, named a, named a book after it, so it's good uh, good, good, good publicity for us as well. Ash Dolan for and and you to start. Uh, will Kofi, Seth, and Becky all win their title matches on Sunday at WrestleMania? Uh, Tim. Oh, pardon. Oh. Uh, I really hope Kofi Kingston wins his. I <gasps> think it'll be his WrestleMania about? moment, um, beating Daniel Bryan. Seth Rollins, mm, fingers fifty-fifty-one. Mm. Becky Lynch, obviously mm. main event. Can't wait. Um, however, 
Um, I, I actually don't. Th- I'm actually not a massive fan of Becky Lynch. I know she speaks well on the mic. I know she's obviously got a lot of a lot of um, you know support behind her. I actually think that Charlotte Flair is a better wrestler, and I think she plays the heel quite well. Um, and I think that probably Ronda Rousey so might tired. win, but uh, no, actually, I think I think probably would make Becky win it, but it probably not pinning Ronda Rousey if that makes sense after the whole um, you know off the field war. Okay, moving on. Um, right, you ready? You ready? You ready? You ready? One more question. Finished? Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. This, this, I've, uh, <laughs> wow. There's, uh, there's four questions here that I, you know, when it's the um, show additional replies and press show that may, may contain offensive content. I mean, I can't read any of them, but I mean, it's unbelievable. Oh, here we go. There's one I can read. Thank God. Sam Doherty and um, Hun and, and Hallam Hash. Goodness me. Uh, Scott Bagley. How filthy... On the scale of filthy, filthy was Jimenez's filthy Rabona cross yesterday. Oh, never, ever, ever, ever make that sound on my podcast again. Your podcast, here yeah, we go. it's mine. Well, when you're making that sound, it is. I'm owning it. <laughs> I'm taking it away from you. It was. That's uh, terrible. I don't. Oh, I mean, there's so many, so many ways. Oh God, that was just terrible. <laughs> What could have meant so many things? That noise. I, I'm not even going to describe it now. That was that was that was the noise that I felt. Watching the pass. <laughs> and it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. Emails, Bebe. Emails. Yes. Emails. Got some nice emails this week. Beautiful. Including mm. one from Joshua Howells. Okay. AKA Josh. in 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 the manner of in the manner of Prince, who yes. changed his name to a symbol, and then the artist formerly known as Prince. Joshua lots Howells. Sim- lots of symbols going on in as, China, um, by the way. You're sorry? Lots of symbols in China. Yeah, great. Um, Joshua Howells also used to be known as Haggy Howells. Oh, what? He's changed his name. Changed his name. Right. To become a more youthful complexion, is that? Uh, Josh. He said, Haggy. I have featured a couple of times as Haggy Howells. You call me Haggis. Mm. <laughs> We're so funny. <laughs> um, this is my nickname on social media due to working in education. Right. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have read that out. Um, <laughs> I should have said an email if you didn't want something read out. Um, he's um, oh, Josh Howells, <laughs> who works in education. Mr. Howells, <laughs> big Wolves fan, Mr. Howells. <laughs> I'm going to Google him now and see what school he works at. Oh God, sorry, Josh, you are. Uh, um, anyway, um, and laid off. <laughs> he's emailing for three reasons number one he's running the London Marathon on the 28th of April is he what a legend uh, doing it for Shelter the homeless charity superb love a that shout, a shout out would be great um, in Has fact you know what he's, page? He he's linked page? to his page so it, right, we can okay. reveal his identity I think it's fine there you go so, yes. um, it's virginmoneygiving.com slash Joshua Howells Joshua Howells yeah Teacher. Um, second, he's going to Wembley on Sunday. He's going to be listening to the body whilst potty whilst having a few beers. Right. Fair Leaving play. at eight a.m. How many beers do you think I should have? Is he is he way? training it or is he driving? I mean, if he's driving, I would I would, I would um, you know guard against drinking and driving. <laughs> eight a.m. Um, let's say he's going to coach. Let's say it's four hours to get there. Would you say on coach? Well, well, for, if, if you're starting at eight, it's it's well, blimey, it's eight hours to kick off. I mean, okay. I was I was going to say a pint an hour will keep you ticking along. 
Yeah, um, but then I'm going to say you, ten. You, you're right. You're eight points deep by by kickoff, and that's there's going to be some mortal people, by the way. Yeah, trains, and, planes, everybody, automobiles. Everybody, calm down a little bit. You've got to remember the occasion, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to you don't want to miss the game because you're pissed off your face. No, it's like you were in Newcastle two years ago. Ah, yeah. No, I mean it's, it is a long time to go. But then again, the Wolves ones weren't so, too bad no, against Manchester United save in the quarterfinal. Save it for after Joshua Howells. Jo- join yeah. us. Join us. We'll be out in London. In fact, oh. yes. Let us know where you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll tell you. We'll be out in London somewhere in London. Yeah, London, London Road. See us there. <laughs> um, he said. He also asked, "Why are so many Wolves fans eager to start a Twitter beef about tickets?" Yes, it's extremely boring. It really is. I follow quite they, a few fans are they, are they, I remember when you've not missed that, but I know there's a lot of ticketing situations. So it's all about like, loyalty. If you haven't right. got enough points, then you might not get a ticket. And then the people yeah. saying, I've been going for 50 years, I'm entitled to one. And it's all like, oh, well, you should have the points. You're not loyal enough. Where do you, where do you stand on it, Tim? I couldn't care less, to be honest. Oh, okay. You all know the system. If you, if you want to if you go to enough games, you get a ticket. Simple as that. Mm. Mm. Um, he also took his girlfriend Harriet to the Man United game yesterday. She aye, loved, aye. she loved it. I bet she did. However, <laughs> she questions the crazed nature of my celebrations to goals. I believe it's referred to as limbs. I ended up damaging my ribs at Everton. Um, so, question is, what's the most you've ever celebrated a goal? Oh. And do you Good have a go-to question. celebration? I tend to stand on the back of two chairs in front of me. He says. Really, I tend to hug everyone inside. I'm, I'm a hugger. I'm, I'm very giving. Um, I went crazy in my bigger days um, when I was I was at the um, high the old Highbury, and Borough went there and won three nil um, away on a Tuesday night, and I went crazy. I can remember even the fleece that I was wearing because it was a it was a triple XL, and uh, Hamilton Rickard scored the third to go three nil up. And I've stood, I've gone crazy. I've, I've obviously smashed, scraped all this skin off, off my shins um, with a plastic seat in front of me and then decided that I was only four stone heavy and decided to, to stand up on the rim of the seat in front of me, um, of which the plastic seat gave way and um, oh, fell to mate. the floor. And oh. I completely destroyed the plastic seat in front of me. <laughs> scenes, absolute scenes. Fantastic. Thanks for that email, Joshua Howells. Cheers, Josh. Big Wolves fan and Big teacher in Wolverhampton fan. who wants to protect his identity. Yeah. Um, Teaches physics, apparently, it says here on um, the <laughs> Ben Stack emails about Costa. Uh, we sort of answered that really. Can he turn his form around a la Jota? Stackers um, aren't the same as Pringles, by the way. I've tried both of them. Stackers are gross. <laughs> Carry on. Poor, cheers for the question, Ben. Uh, mm. Paul Mansell emails, uh, emailed last night to the game. Yep. I'm so pleased with the win, given that it would have been easy for people to say we could be distracted by Sunday. It's yes. amazing how quickly we become unafraid of playing teams like that. How many of Man United's 11 would get in Wolves' team now? It's a good shout. It's a good Not shout. Mm, not many. Not many. I, I would say have, probably four, five, five I max. I wouldn't have Fred. I wouldn't have Phil Jones. I wouldn't have Smalling. I wouldn't have Dallow. It depends whether you're talking about people who weren't involved, such as Rashford, or you're yes. talking about just the team last night. You're talking about the team that played, the eleven that started. I think I think that's the easiest way to go on it, isn't it? But okay, I'd have De Gea, um, even though he, didn't, he hasn't been great this season. But I'd have De Gea. You've got to have Pogba. Uh, Lingard maybe um, and I'd probably still take Lukaku good stuff uh, Gerardino Gamboni oh Gerardino where's, where's this alcohol son favourites yeah where is this where's this booze where's it where booze? is it um Enjoyed your podcast, really made me smile. I think it's talking about the live one. If mm. possible, and if you have any left, can you save me two Abuse of the Week mugs? I mean, Sold we are out. running extremely low now. I, 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 They've been very popular. 
I tell you what, there are literally, we're down to single figures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can definitely we can definitely save you two. Um, and when we yes. do do announce our next live podcast, if we get commissioned to, to make one in the future, then uh, the abuse of weeks mugs <laughs> will be on sale. Yeah, we'll keep going with this one. Um, he yeah. he'll be uh, he'll pay for them. He says when he arrives in Wolverhampton from well, the Philippines in May. Can't wait for that, Jerry boy. He says, uh, Tim, you came close to tears after the Man United game. Mm. Well, this sixty-one-year-old sad git did. Oh. Uh, there was a tear or two for my wolves for my wolves heroes of the early seventies. I absolutely adored this team. Kenny Hibbert was my favourite. John Richards a whisker behind. Uh, they are going to be surpassed by this current wonderful team. These Ooh. guys, when they lift the FA Cup in May, will be fondly remembered many years later. It's a good even question. Should, that even Would should Foshan's ambitions come to full fruition. Do you think that it's it? We're they're, they're, this this golden generation potentially. I mean, yeah. we've seen two years of it. Could they could surpass the teams of the seventies? It's on the way. Well, the seventies team, you know, came close three semis, I think, but they never won. Never won the FA Cup. Mm-hmm. And if this Wolves team can do it, if they can beat Man City in the final, having mm-hmm. beat Man United and Liverpool en route, yeah, then they'll go down in folklore. Well, whoever they beat, if they win the cup, cool. they'll be immortal. Any more? Any more? For couple, any more? couple of quick ones. Craig Maudsley, another one of our lovely regulars, yep. says, I've just secured my ticket for the semi-final, mm. but I'm not sure if I'll be able to get to the final if we make it. My goodness. That got me oh. thinking, if you could do one of these options, which would you choose? Go to see Wolves win a semi-final yeah. or be at an FA Cup final that Wolves lose? Oh. What do you reckon? Got, got to be the semi, in it? Forget the final. I think so. Everyone, think no, so. Nobody, nobody remembers the losing finalists. No, no one. No, a good shout. I like that. That would be, yeah, that would be, yeah. It's got to be the semi. Yeah. And Agreed. Rob Taylor, finally, say the best for last. Rob Taylor, not to be confused with Bob Taylor. Morning, mm. gents. I wanted to send this email well ahead of your next poddy, as my skillful holiday planning will mean the family Taylor are travelling to South Africa this weekend and Family missing Taylor I mean, I've got a Taylor as all the trouble with me <laughs> missing Wolves' trip to Wembley this will be the first time I've missed a Wolves game at Wembley since I attended the League Cup win in 1980 mm. um, I recently attended the Chelsea Wolves game and was surprised at the end of the game to see the players leave via the tunnel and passing you as in me for oh. interview mm. My question for you, Nathan, is are you aware Tim is now spending time with another journalist after the game? Picture attached. What? Uh, I just wondered who this was. And was this something you do after all games to increase the potential for player interviews? (laughs) Rob. Uh, Thanks for the great bodies and Wolves updates. Keep us updated with all the news. As we live in in Bournemouth, um, brackets Bovril FC. Oh yeah, I like it. I like, so, I like that reference. This is Mikey, is it? Yeah. He's papped. He's papped me with Mike Taylor from WM yes. Uh, yes. pitch side after the Chelsea yeah. game. Mm. Um, so yeah, Judah, I have told you before. I do spend time with other journalists. Um, mm, I just need men. to do it to keep me sane, really. Absolutely. Um, no, we have to split up, unfortunately, and it's, it's very hard. But uh, eighty-five minutes, I'll have to say, I say goodbye to Timothy as he finishes off uh, the end of the game and writes his match report before he goes down to the mix zone to interview the players. I, I run down and try and meet the uh, the Wolves fans and, and cut them off and do a few interviews, and then we are uh, going to the press conference. And then we're, we're reunited afterwards. When he's finished his duties, I've finished mine. We'll go downstairs and we'll give each other a big hug and we'll film a two-shot an analysis video for over ten minutes. There you go. Um, Jackie mm. Oatley's in with a late question. Oh, big. That is, that is a late I thought we had a first-timer as well who, who emailed in. No, all emails. Oh, no, there's been, there was a couple of first-timers there. Okay. 
Um, oh, Haggy Howells was his was the first his email said my first. Oh, got you, got you, got you, Jackie O in with a late question. Dramatic. Um, How much sympathy, Tim, do you have for the football fans from Wolverhampton who chose to grow up supporting Man United instead of their local team? Jackie, Jackie, straight in there. Boom, 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 Zilch. I tell you what, not a lot of my new fans on social media today, incredibly. Mm, where have they gone? Mm, don't know where they've gone. Um, I tell you who is on social media, and you should follow them as well. Wolverhampton Building Supplies, Tim. Yeah, yeah, our yeah. little sponsors of our little podcast. Our professional service and advice on all your building requirements. Three delivery vehicles offer same day and next day reliable deliveries from fitting an outside tap to building a complete house. Wolverhampton Building Supplies can provide all the materials you need at the best local cost. Your one-stop shop for all your DIY and building products. Um, who are they sponsors of, Tim? Um, a trivia question. They're sponsors of one Wolves player. Who are they sponsoring this season? Don't know. Ooh, Defender. Oh, it's, it's, uh, is it MD? It is. Matt Doherty. A good season to sponsor him. Right. Okay, we have got some kind of a, a small game happening on Sunday, Wembley Way, 4 p.m. I think I'll be there from about one. What, what, are, your, what are your travel details or your deets? You're going down Saturday, aren't you? As well. Are we, are we going into preview for Sunday? Are we? I thought yes, we, had, we are. Yes. I thought we had two small sections to do first. We've got one section for me. I've got one that I'm going to go into it. Uh, do you want me to go into it first? I, I don't know about the second one. I've got uh, ABU starts yeah. off with what's the other one? And then the the one from two days ago. Go on. April first, wasn't it? Oh right, yeah. Well, go for it. Yeah, that's fine. Go, go, go with that. Go, go with your April Fool's banter. I just wanted to highlight. Yeah, stuck, stuck, for anyone who's not aware, this was a joke, right? <laughs> now, there's lots of people replying saying, "Yeah, yeah, nice try. Better look next time." Lots of people believe this, including some respectable people and and some n- not so respectable ones. But you know, serious professionals, really. Um, the what? That text me saying, "Have you heard the news about Judah? Or what? Where's Judah going?" Because you put this tweet out, so explain the tweet. Put the tweet out saying, "I didn't know anything about this, by the way." No, you didn't, did you? Um, Devastated that my good friend Nathan is leaving the Express and Star after coming across some old Nickelodeon footage from the two thousands. Channel Five was so impressed they've given him his own daytime cookery show, Nathan's Smelly Fish Dishes. Right now, (laughs) when I was writing that. I wrote quite a straight, normal version, and then, and then, I just thought, um, I thought, no, literally, that's like no one, no one's going to believe this. Yeah. Um, no, I mean it's ridiculous. I mean, I had to read it twice just to double check, but yeah. <laughs> but I think a lot of people, as is as is the case on Twitter, just read the first sentence saying right. you're leaving. Yes. Didn't read the bit about you've got a, cookery, a little party outside Queen Street. A cookery show called Nathan's Smelly Fish Dishes. I mean, honestly. I thought I it was quite it could a work. Place. I think it could but work. I think it's on, a pilot show in the making. <laughs> genuinely, honestly, some people who I would never ever believe that would be fooled by that would genuinely thought that you'd gone. Um, incredible, really. How would you feel if I left, Tim? Moving on. Um, some some good replies. Paul Mansell says, "Does this not clash with Backstreet Boys? Backstreet's back, the reunion that you're That's also exactly. fronting." That's I thought it was quite good. <laughs> Very good, like it. Um, Mike Osborne, one of our favourites, says everything mm. was everything was believable until the programme title, Tim. Maybe Quinoa Corner. Oh, I take a bit. Of, I loved it. I had a bit. I've got a bit of quinoa for my lunch today. Actually, beautiful. 
David Port says, I thought he was dead. Um, Polecat says, no chance. It'd be like Deck leaving Ant, Wise leaving Morecambe, or Rose leaving somebody. And I'm not going to finish oh, that in case we get in trouble. he's been in the live podcast. Did he put that on the live <laughs> podcast? I can't remember. Yeah, it was, yeah. A uh, couple more here, a couple more here. Uh, Mike Parsons says, not good news, end of an era. <laughs> Sorry, I lost you there, I lost you there. What do you say? Uh, Mike, Mike Parsons says, not yeah. good news, end of an era. Oh wow! Okay, well, uh, fooled scary. clearly. Fooled, and yeah. um, Any, anyone, anyone else who you, uh, you you want to comment about uh, who might have heard? Can't possibly. I can't no. possibly. But, but, um, but <laughs> some important people. Someone asked if you've been replaced by Ollie the cat. Hey. And um, then finally, my favourite reply to this, mm. which I'm just pulling up now. Uh-oh. Says here we go. It's kind of abuse of the week, really. Oh, Nathan, I put out the the picture from Unicornian days. Mm. Nathan looks like a sturdy lesbian on this photo. <laughs> Good luck to him. <laughs> sturdy Actually, there a, lesbian. There was a reply to that that was even funnier, but I don't think you can say it on this show. But it was very, very funny. Very funny. Not seen that. Oh, oh it's brilliant. It's quite funny. That's what I've had. Oh wow! Uh, <laughs> yeah, so very yeah. Clearly, in April, Nathan unfortunately is still with us. Uh, le- le- yes, unfortunately. Sorry, sorry, peeps. I'll see you at Wembley Way. Um, Ryan Lester actually comes with a question. Says, if Wolves lifted the FA Cup this season, would you both, uh, Tim Spears star and uh, and Judah star, shave your heads? No. It says, have your heads for charity. No, no. no I'm saying Ryan. Ryan shaved his head for charity recently, which was a fantastic, noble thing to do. I mean, if shave your head, Ryan yeah, Lester style, Ryan means, a, means just a short back and side, yeah, yeah, exactly, which is yeah. what he had. A smart then, haircut. So, yeah, smart little came back the next day. I'm like, when are you going to shave it? So yeah, we'll we'll have a we'll have a number five all, all over. Absolutely fine. Goodness <laughs> me. Cheers, Ryan. Thanks for that. Um, so it's time for abuse of the week. Oh, 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 abuse of the week. Abuse of the. Goodness me, I had to um, I had to hold that that note, and I was uh, between that or I had a little bit of drool coming back from my under my lip, and it's actually dripped onto my notes. Fantastic! So that's not great. Um, just to put a great week for your nose. Um, <laughs> with all the appealing banter. Great banter from you. <laughs> Give me some abuse, you douche. Right, so I'm not sure whether to give this guy any more publicity. I think this is going to be the last time now. He's clearly doing it on okay. purpose. If you look at all his tweets... Is it they're, roids? They're all... T- they're, no. All his tweets are to me, and they're all horribly abusive. Uh, so okay. I think he's doing it on purpose. This is the last time. However, there are a couple okay. of funny ones here, so I'm going to give him more publicity. Okay. Um, I put a tweet out about Kenny Jacket. Congratulations, Kenny. Won the Checker Trade Trophy. Mm. Brilliant. Love the guy. Started the Wolves Revolution. Yes. Perfect man at the right time. Yes. And the BBC did a nice article on him, which I just tweeted out. Yes. Dave Clive, our old friend Dave Clive, with no picture, mm. no profile, no tweets, just replies mm. to me. He says, Oh, FFS, Tim, stop your dirty urges for certain people. Jacket, Lambert, Cody. Doherty, are just a handful of the people you think about when shagging your missus. Wow! Wow! Incredible! Wow. Incredible! And one more are from... You joking? Bonus from last night. Can't wait for you to give Cody a poor rating tomorrow. We know you won't as you're a pathetic biased journalist. He let four players have free headers five yards out and each one was his man. I'm sure you'll find a way to give him a high rating. Pervert. 
<laughs> wow, I mean, that's absolutely shocking, and then he's nailed it at the end. Does this guy actually, mm-hmm. do you think he goes to games? Do you think he's at games? No. Nope. And do you think he's, he's he's not at games, is he? No, he's not going to watch. No. Nope. And if he does, do you think he's as vocal in front of all the Wolves fans? I don't think he will be. He hasn't been out the house for some time now. No. Um, no. The, the curtains are drawn, the windows are boarded up, yeah. um, there are several computers. Crusty um, sheets. Key, uh, several keyboards, many of which have been worn out yes. um, or too sticky, mm. and he. <laughs> sorry, that, that, do you know that that'll do? I was, I was gonna I was gonna take it on further, but um, that'll do. He's the only one who still watches Neighbours and Home and Away. <laughs> oh my God, he's just he's just tweeted again. He's what? Oh my God. He's, right. he's, he's what? I lost he's, you there. He's, he, 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 he's, he's li- li- literally just just tweeted again Has in he? reply to my uh, appeal for questions for today's podcast. When will you f off? He says, oh, "Dirty biased perv over Cody again." Complete embarrassment. Judah deserves a partner who knows about football and doesn't have the personality of an effing genital wart. Oh my god, this is superb. That's coming at the next podcast. It's totally going on the next next live podcast. Oh, on the, on Dave, the wall, I'll tell you what, is. Dave. Dave, have a free ticket on me. Let's get yourself down. <laughs> we, have abu- we have Abuse of the Week live. You can say it in person. We'll get you up. I'll give you two free tickets uh, to, to, to a restaurant opening soon. It's, it's going to be glorious. Incredible, really. Oh, astonishing. Astonishing scenes. Um, right, Wolverhampton Wanderers, Watford, are we done? We're done. Okay, semi-final FA Cup. What a chance to get to an FA Cup final. Oh You're probably not going to get a better chance God. than this in the next decade. It's going to be a fantastic uh, game. We all know what Watford are about. They're a good side as well. Big occasion. The boys rise to the occasion. How are you feeling ahead of the huge game? 4pm kickoff oh, Sunday. God. Oh, I'm nervous. I'm so nervous. I'm, yeah, you I, see, we, we touched I, on it last night. You said you were a bit nervous. I was surprised oh, actually. I'm not. I'm. I can't wait for the for the weekend. Going down with my mate on Saturday, who I watched, yeah. who I sat with for, for for 20 years, and then abandoned. Before you ditched him, you mean? Abandoned him when I got this <laughs> this job. And so so we're going to go down. We're going to make a weekend of it out in London on Saturday, out yeah. again on Sunday night. Win or mm. lose on the booze. Mm-hmm. Great oh, like that, we lose on the booze. Great like occasion. Mm. You booked when, a, you, haven't you booked a booth in Stringfellows, you said? Wembley. Yeah. <laughs> you arsehole. <laughs> when, wow. <laughs> can't say that. I've said it. Um, where, you know, Wembley Way, hopefully a nice sunny occasion. It's going to... I can't wait for that. The game itself, the 90 yeah. slash 120 minutes... I am bricking it about. I think it's going to be a horrible occasion. Nervous. It might not be a great game, but either whether it's a good open game or a cagey one, it's going to be tight. It's going to be close to very well matched teams. If Wolves are playing one of the top six teams, I'd really fancy them to 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 win, and we'd all get behind them and cheer them on. Um, and if they're playing a bottom six team, you can guarantee that they'd lose. Yeah. However, okay. <laughs> playing one of the teams in the middle, the results have been so hit and miss this year. They've they've beaten some, they've lost to some. Yeah, you can't call it Watford and Watford and Wolves are the two stories of the season, probably mm-hmm. in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. All neutrals, very impressed with both. They did Wolves over at Molyneux, but I don't think that has anything to do with Sunday's game because Wolves, Wolves have changed formation since then and they know how to counter. However, Decore and Capoue in midfield, you know, two very, very, very um, difficult opponents. Mm-hmm. Dini, Delfeo, Pereira, um, Hughes has been done very well. Yeah, they're going to have to play well, Wolves, aren't you've they? You've got the Andre Gray narrative, Wolverhampton mm-hmm. lad on the mm-hmm. bench, probably. Um, it me- it will mean it's hard. It's hard to judge. The fact that Watford haven't sold out their tickets is astonishing to me. Yeah, and 
I think it would probably it's going to mean more to Wolves. I think if agree. that's possible. I don't know if no, I'm doing, I agree. No, what, I don't, I agree. don't do Watford a disservice there, no. but um, it's a, it, Wolves have got all this momentum this season. It feels like they're on the verge of doing something special. Sure. However, they're just such a, a good team, Watford. Mm-hmm. I just I don't I just think it's going to be very tight and very nervy, and it's it's probably about who holds their nerve really rather than rather than quality on the ball. I mean, we say about you know these top six sides. You want to play a top six side. I mean, I still you give you give me Watford or Manchester United, you know, or Chelsea. I'd still rather play Watford every single day of the week. Yeah. I understand they've underperformed. However, you know, you you talk about that. And you talk about building yourself up for a big occasion. Okay, so Watford might not be the most glamorous team in the world, but. Wembley semi-final these players if they are going to rise to something you know all the focus on them all eyes are on them there's no other game going on at that time I think that's when they get that, that that's when they really seize their chance and and I, I think I think that they'll do okay and I think that I think they'll win and I think they'll win quite well actually they're um I bloody hope so I mean yeah you're right that these are big game players right you've got Matinho and Patricia well not Patricia sorry <laughs> um sorry Rui um you've got Matinho right 100, 120 Portugal caps or whatever mm. one year has 16 been yeah. there done it Champions League UEFA Cup etc yeah um, then Donkers in the Belgium team Johnny a Spanish international mm-hmm. Jota Neves they're playing the Champions League yeah, Cody's played in FA Cup Cody's played in FA Cup semi-final before. Mm-hmm. Um, most of them are internationals, and they do rise to the big occasion and in the yeah. big stadiums. We've seen it at West Ham, the Olympic Stadium. They won there. We saw it at Old Trafford, the biggest domestic ground in the country. They could have won there as well. We've seen it at Wembley, of course, this season yeah. where they played Spurs off the park for oh, forty-five unbelievable. minutes. Unbelievable! Yeah. Demolition it was. So they and and obviously against the against the big six as well. They rise to the occasion. Mm-hmm. They've done it all season. That's why I don't see them not turning up on Sunday at all. I do not foresee that. And I don't foresee a boring game. Wolves no. don't really do boring games. Mm-hmm. It might it might be a bit tight and cagey, but Watford's, Watford's approach will be interesting because if, if they come and open up, then, then Wolves can pick them apart. Um, but if I don't really see them going defensive necessarily either. No. So... It's, it's so hard to call. It's so hard to call. But yeah, I, th- I think... I think Wolves will just about have enough for them. Okay, give much. me a team then. Teams, a team you think that it's going to be the same team that played Manchester United, would yes, you I say? Yes, I do, yeah. So it would be Ruddy and goal, Saiz, Cody, Bolly, and then Doherty and Johnny on the on the wings, Matinho, Neves and Dendonka, and then usual front two. I, mm. I, I don't see him. I think Bennett, Bennett or Saiz would be the only one, but I, th- I think Saiz has played his way into the team, unfortunately for Bennett. I shall be there from about one o'clock interviewing yep. fans pre-game. Um, Tim, you're going on on BBC, I think, at some point. WM Radio WM. We've got a bus on Wembley Way. Yeah, uh, they're inviting all fans to kind of come on as well. I'm going to be on there about one-ish. And I'm just then... waiting for that. I haven't, haven't had that email from WM asking <laughs> if I wanted to go on. But maybe it's been lost. Maybe I'll check my spam after this uh, after this podcast. Uh, yeah, no, can't wait. It's just going to be it's going to be a fantastic occasion. I cannot wait. It's going to be a glorious day, Tim. Ho- weather, weather watch. Is there any, any of you check the weather that day? Is it any? I'll do it good? if you feel some time. I'll do it right now. Um, yes. Well, I think I think that, that Wolves will will win comfortably in the end. I'm going to do really? a prediction here. Yeah, I do. I do. I think there'll be goals in the game. Um, I think it'll be an open game. I think both sides have obviously got you know going for seventh as well, so they've got that fallback. I think it's going to be a cracker, and I actually think that Wolverhampton Wanderers are going to score three. To Watford's oh, one, Judith I think Jimenez is going to score two, and oh. I think there might be a little, a little bit of Moutinho, a little bit of Moutinho magic. So I'm going to say Jimenez for two, Moutinho for one. I think it's going to be three-one. I think it'll be one more thing. I think Watford will equalise, but I think Wolves will run up three-one winners in the end. Okay, well, I, I can definitely give you a weather prediction, okay. um, which is 17 degrees and cloudy. 
That's not uh, bad at all. That's 17. nice. That's nice. Good, yeah, good, I'll good take temp, that. Good temp. Very good. Com- no, no rain forecast. No rain forecast. Comfortable Excellent. but not sweltering, which is good for the players. Good for drinking as well. Good for drinking as well. Prediction, hey. Um, mm. Like I said, tie. I think extra time. And I think Wolves will win 2-1. Oh, and extra time. I think Matt, Matt Doherty, this, one of the stars of the cup run, and mm. Diogo Jota will score the goals. Can't wait, Tim. I'm oh. thoroughly looking forward. In fact, I've got more excited doing this podcast in the last 10 minutes than, than I have done all week. I, I think that's finally finally here. That Wembley feeling is here. Um, you, it's going to be a fun... You get more excited in these podcasts than you do all year, as, yeah. as, as, as Mrs. Judah will uh, confirm. Hey! Um, Tim said... Boom, boom, we... boom, boom. <laughs> Tim said, before we start this podcast, we must be done in an hour. Please, please time manage this podcast. One hour and 15 minutes later, Tim Spears, myself, Joe Edwards, will be at Wembley on Sunday. We shall see all 33,000 plus a few more who are in the Watford end on Sunday. Fingers crossed. We're in a final. Have a great weekend. Take care. Bye-bye.